This is a Sprite. And it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue. Followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite. Thirst for yours. Hey guys, this episode of Life is Dope is brought to you by Megafauna. Uh, Megafauna is a creative supply located at 31st and Blake in the Rhino Art District in Denver, Colorado. For a full list of design, print, and creative services, they're available at artperil.com. That is artperil.com. The set curator for Life is Dope is Duncan Dash Designs. For all of your interior design and art curator needs, visit DuncanDash.com. Catering and beverage is sponsored by Barrels Beer Company, located in the Rhino Art District. Barrels is a true small batch brewer located at 3120 Blake Street. Check him out at BarrelsBeerCo.com. Drink up. Also, shout out to The Sessions. They're an affiliate media partner that produces a live music event bi-monthly as a platform for independent musicians and artists. Check him out at The Sessions Uncut on Facebook. Hell yeah! Yo, yo, it's the Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. Yeah, good day. It is uh, Davey on the ones and twos. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> What's up, bro? How you feeling? Man, I'm great. Word, word. How you doing? I'm good, man. What's going on in the world today? Man, how many times I got to keep telling you? You're still here. It's a new episode, nigga. It ain't yeah. no apocalypse yet. Trump's still in office. Maybe, I don't know. We don't see each other. Yeah, whenever this shit drop, probably. Um, other than that, you know, I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> Eating your Cheerios, you good? Eating the oats and cinnamon. Fuck the bullshit, man. We got a special, <laughs> we got a special guest in the building today. He's a real special guest, man. I feel like every time we do an episode, this man's Get name comes up. Get the intro right, and nigga. This is my intro. Get the intro right. I had it right. You just fucked it up. All right. This that bullshit. Go ahead. Anyways, <laughs> I feel like every episode, <laughs> this man's name comes up at least once for some reason. So we had to get him on the show. Good or bad. It depends, yeah. It depends. Ooh, let's talk about the bag. It depends. Uh, so, man, rap superstar, mm. international rhyme spitter. Talk to him, <laughs> young entrepreneur, your nigga. Yeah, yeah. bars, man. Fuck it, it's Trev Rich. Y'all clap it up for hey. Trev. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? How you feeling, bro? I've been excited to do this. Yes, man. We we got to have you come through. I just been seeing all the other interviews, mm-hmm. seeing a lot of people. Skip around certain topics and mm. I'm not doing that today. Out the gate, that's what I'm you talking said about. They hiding, they running. I guess. I mean, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Who was skipping around the interviews? I mean, uh, <laughs> don't uh, skip around them. I can't skip around <laughs> it. I can't skip around it now. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I see what you did there. Honestly, like, wait. Let me let me set the disclosure. Nah, nigga, no. Let him go. Trev said, <laughs> "Ask him anything." Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. A lot of guests yeah. say, "Ask me anything that give we him. ask," and it. They but he really said, "Yo, give him the hard questions." Yeah. We, please, no oh, holds barred. So, anyways, yeah. So, who, who be skipping around questions? Yeah, who be dodging? I mean, who got the tap shoes on? I really seen like the biggest one to me was I think the Terry interview. Okay, yeah, really, she was skipping around. Yeah, man, I, I feel like even not to the point of her just skipping around. I feel like it's just a lot of excuses. People mm. make a lot of excuses nowadays. Now it's Terry's God for who they are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm me. 
And I'm not gonna blame you. I'm not gonna blame you. Nobody else for me being me. You know what I'm right. saying? Out the gate, man. Yeah, fans, go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, please, fans. Go and she was like reckless talking about us on Facebook. So I had to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I see a lot of that nowadays, though. Word. We about to get to that. Out oh, the yeah. gate, I gotta yeah, ask yeah, you this yeah, question because yeah. the listeners already know. Okay. How many people are in Squizzy Gang? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna just uh, round it out about thirty. It's a lot, of y'all niggas. That way, can't nobody be like, "Oh man, you forgot me, man." Like, that's smart. That's political. Yeah. Like at least like five came up here earlier and was like, "I just came to just uh, just check Trev out and just you know make sure he had a good show." <laughs> every every nigga that come on the show is on Squizzy Gang all of a sudden. Is nah, it, man. Uh-uh. Is there a leader? Are you the leader? I feel like. Like, I don't think there's a leader. Like, we didn't come together to do that. Right, right, You know what right. I'm saying? I feel like we all started at the same time, and we just started running. That's what it was. So, it was, right. it, we all in the race together, you know? Right. And it's like, at this point, I feel like people look at me as more of the face, not the leader. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just because, and that's like more on a national skill. You know what I'm saying? Like, here, everybody knows us. Mm. So, everybody knows, you know what I'm saying? We all the faces of it. But, like, really branching out, going national, Especially with the deal situation and all that, people look at me as like, oh, Squizzy Gang, you know what I'm saying, the face of it, really. Right. But I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's collective. Everybody, yeah, man, it's so crazy because it's like people see the team, you know what I'm saying, especially the musicians and the DJs, and everybody has something to do with music, mm. but they don't really see behind the scenes. There's niggas who's, you know, in the cut right. that's got their stripes already, you know what I'm saying, for this Squizzy shit, and nobody will ever know. Right. It's like BH, you know what I'm saying? He really heating up right Shouts now. To BH, yeah. And he dropped, you know, dropping singles. But BH been in the cut for about four years now, five years. Mm. Just really in boot camp, though. I was about to say, going through like Squizzy yeah, boot camp. Yeah, he been in boot camp, really just trying to find his sound, get it right, because I feel like people wait on us to fail. Right. You know? So we're going to give them something that they can't turn down. That's real. That's real. So speaking of the deal, let's put all the hating and the talk to rest. Yeah. Do you have a deal with cash money? Yeah. Like, that's. I feel like that's, like, people who say, you know what I'm saying, I don't really think you got a deal, I don't really, like, the man called our radio station and said it himself. And Birdman mm. already reposting all your stuff and, yeah. and promoting your stuff. I don't think Birdman just people go to anybody. go to the Cash Money official Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. I'm all, right. all over it. All right. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I feel like people wanted to see some like something they had in their minds mm. about what happened with my deal. You know what I'm saying? People thought it was going to be, oh, Trev just got a deal. He about to be on private jets. He about to drive Lamborghinis to Cold Crush, Epernet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. That's where I Please feel like. Please don't drive no Lamborghinis to Cold Crush. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I feel shit. like yeah, it's the you. perception of it was bigger than the reality of actually getting a record deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, like, you, you get a record deal, but you ain't sold no records yet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, you're going to get an advance, something that you got to pay back. Or, you know what I'm saying, bonuses don't even exist in music no more. They just give you money just to give you money. That don't even exist no more. Right, right, You know right. what I'm saying? So rather than, okay, he going to get an advance and then go blow it, I'd rather stay out the red. The red is which a lot of people get into because they go blow their advance mm-hmm. and then they can't pay that advance back. Right. I'd rather just sit and wait for my money to stack through my music. You know what I'm saying? And that was my biggest thing, I think, that got me along with Birdman was I don't need nothing from you. Yeah. Give me the stamp. You know what I'm saying? Give me the stamp, put me on, and I'm gonna show you what I can do. Right, that's real because I feel like, even personally, I feel like a lot of the moves you're making and you have made, even since the deal, I was like, mm-hmm. damn, Trev can kind of just do that anyway. Yeah, and I feel like the cash money stamp was like yeah. a, a help to it. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, that nigga 
can do that anyway. You know what I mean? So yeah. you feel I like I feel like it, it added. You know what I'm saying? It because I don't feel like the cash money situation made me a hundred percent. I feel like I was already a hundred percent and that added twenty percent, thirty percent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I feel like Yeah. Work, 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 work. But so honestly, it's not it's like, like you get a deal and then all of a sudden it's just like Ah, nah, man. Like when I was just down here, even being in Miami around everybody, you know what I'm saying, seeing that like somebody like Jacquees mm. was talented as hell, you know what I'm saying? But sat in the studio for two years before he even put a record out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just me. I just work so much. Not saying that he don't because that nigga works. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Every time I was in the studio, he was in the studio. But it was like, they going to sign you. And everybody here knows that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm from here. Right. And he gave me the stamp here. He got on KS175 here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But the world don't know. But I feel like it's building up to that. You know what I'm saying? With the double XLs and the vibe. And, like all of that stuff, that's just... It's just putting my dominoes in, you know what I'm saying, in place. Right. So the cash money, did they reach out to you? Or did you basically, when you felt you were ready, you had pretty much the finished product put together, mm. did you reach out to them? Nah, I felt like, really, it was just, I was sitting here one day, and I was like, yo, I got to get, you know what I'm saying, I need a meeting with Diddy, I need a meeting with Birdman, I need a right. meeting with Hove. You know what I'm saying? And then we was like, let's go. Mm. That was really what it was. And Bird was really just the first on the list because I got people in Miami and that's their home base right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I went, made certain connections, and ended up getting him into one of my sessions. Mm. And after he heard the music, the rest is history. Okay. Because I was about to ask that, like, how did that process even happen? Like, cause... It was really, we was we was in the hit factory. And this is before I even knew. Like, I knew the, the home base was in Miami, just where everybody be at and stuff. But I didn't know, like, it was so close. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was that accessible. Right. So you get in with the right people. And this is, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's before the deal. But the music was just there. So I got in with the right people, which is strictly off the music. Mm. And I said, man, we willing to pay Bird to listen to my shit. Yeah. That's how confident I am in my music. And then his people was like, you got two songs. Mm. I played two songs, and he was like, play some more. I right. played some more, and he was like, just keep playing them tattoos. Niggas started rubbing them hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was it. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't like, and I, I'd never been the type to hype my situation. You know what I'm saying? I won't lie about my situation. It wasn't that I had crazy numbers on YouTube. It wasn't. Yeah. It was strictly out of music. Word. Okay, yeah. So, shit, since we're talking about it, man, I know you heard the rumors. Because one of the main things I heard when you first got signed was yeah. Trev got signed on a ghostwriting deal. I don't yeah. know where the shit came from. <laughs> but that was, like, the main thing. The crazy thing is, like, if somebody really knows music, there's no such thing as a ghostwriting deal. Right. Like, there's not at all. Now, if you say you got a, uh, uh, like, production, you know what I'm saying, type situation or, like, a pub deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's different. But cash money ain't handing out pub deals. Right. You know what I'm <laughs> right, saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> There ain't no, yeah, like, I feel, like I said, perception is everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's really, like, on the strength of you can tell somebody anything you want to tell them and how they accept it and how they take it in, Mm. that's going to make them come up with whatever they want to come up with. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I've heard, like I said, I want to hear the rumors because I've heard a bunch of shit. I've heard I got a castle in Miami and I just be here just to kick it with the homies. Like, I've heard heard a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I've. I feel like through my whole career, I've tried to make myself so transparent that you don't have to ask those type of questions. Right. Or you don't have to create rumors. You know what I'm saying? That's real. So has it been hard uh, maintaining a romantic relationship since the deal? (laughs) (laughs) 
That's your MO now, bro. <laughs> nah. That's like, how you ask a graffiti. But it's. I'll be asking no crazy shit like, hey, you, hey, you single? <laughs> right. I got this chick. I mean, you did it politically <laughs> correct. My bad, yeah, bro. Yeah, he did it right. He you did, did it right. right. You did it right. Nah. I mean, I feel like, like I said, you just more accessible now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? More people, I'll say women, more women are starting to understand who you are, what you do, where you be at. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't think, because I'm honest, I don't want to be in no relationship right now at all. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I just feel like I'm at a point in my career where I don't want to have to answer to nobody but myself. Real. That's real. In 2017, is it important to be faithful in a relationship? Yeah, but that's why if you ain't going to be faithful, don't get in one. Real. But is it important? I think it is. You sound like you was asking personally, bro. Like, <laughs> like I think it I is really? just because, like, there's so much going on now. Like you said, it's 2017, I man. think just, like, people just let whatever fly in, whatever just fly in relationships now. Yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm for it or against it. I'm just yeah. saying I've noticed that people let a lot of shit fly that's like, yeah. why you just don't? That's in general, though. I mean, nowadays, it's like, is there rules for anything? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Motherfuckers don't care about shit nowadays. But it's, I feel like relationships ain't the same as what I seen, like, my grandparents in. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Like, it's totally different. And I feel like a lot of people, they, like, take the possessive approach to a relationship. It's more that this person is mine. Don't touch this person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Rather than appreciating who that person is. Right. And knowing that they're going to fuck up, but knowing that it's going to take them fucking up for them to grow. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm not in a relationship. Word. Because a lot of people don't understand that. I'm going to fuck up. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People look at, oh, the cash money. Oh, he getting money. I'm going to fuck up. I'm just going to be honest. That's going to happen. So I would rather not put on your heart on the line for me fucking up. That's real. So with that vulnerability and just you expressing that through your music and being with Cash Money, there got to be some Drake comparisons coming through. Oh, yeah. All the time. How hard is it to just make that Trev lane and avoid that Drake lane? But the thing is, like, there is no Drake lane. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I look up to Drake a lot because Drake just does what he feels in his heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether it's going to be some island type sound or some straight hip hop sound or some trap sound like every sound he does you you know that's Drake yeah. you know what I'm saying maybe he was just feeling like that and like I think that's why it's so dope to just be who you are mm. rather than letting people box you in you know what I'm saying if people said Drake had to make brand news his entire career then he wouldn't be the Drake that we know you know what I'm saying right. today but like that goes into the whole like Uzi and all that like it's like hip hop you know what I'm saying I don't look at them like they're hip-hop artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Artists. They're not like the original, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is not the Nas and the Jay-Zs and what we know as hip-hop. Right. Uzi is a punk rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's who he is. But I feel like everybody associates black artists with hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. And it, Okay, so with you, <clears throat> do you consider yourself a hip-hop artist or are you just artists overall? Would you make... Uh, a rock song or a island Caribbean song if you just felt like it. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm a hip-hop artist. Okay. But, I mean, I don't think a hip-hop artist would have made better. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain songs that I have that's not hip-hop songs. Right. So, I feel like once I start branching out, people can say, oh, he's not a hip-hop, all the bars and blah, blah, blah. I'll, I personally feel like I could out-rap anybody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, awesome. but <laughs> now, 
at the point in my life, in my career, I'm having fun. I'm making what I want to make. You right. know what I'm saying? And there's people who like, oh, man, we want it. We want this trip or we want that trip. We want that trip. And it's like, that's where we go with the possessiveness, not the appreciation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? How does that affect you as an artist, though, do you feel like? It don't. Like, even, so going into this next album <clears throat> or project, Balance, right? Yeah. Coming from, to make a long story short, into balance, do you feel like you got to keep a certain narrative, or are you just is it a different type vibe, or are you just like, man, this is what I felt like for the moment? I this think is that's what we're gonna drop. I think that's what music is nowadays. It's yeah. what you feel. Like I don't want to recreate. To make a long story short, in my life, that was a certain moment of it that I got to capture and got to put in words. But I'm past that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like balance is gonna be the same way. It's a certain point in my life that I got to capture that I'm giving to y'all, so y'all understand where I'm at with it. Right. And then I'm gonna get past it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I did that with each project. Right. But that just comes from growing and, you know what I'm saying, being a man. If I was still making Loaded, then that means as a man, personally, I haven't grew at all. Right, 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 right. So how has your perspective on hip-hop changed from today compared to, say, a year or a year or two ago? I don't feel like it has because we still have hip-hop artists that are, like, superstars, icons. Mm. You know what I'm saying? People look at, oh, uh, Yachty and... And Domingos and uh, Uzi and say hip hop is dead. Not realizing J Cole's going platinum, Kendrick's going platinum, Big Facts. Sean's going platinum. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if Big Sean went platinum. Maybe I just gave him that. But shit, he got it. I feel like he deserved it. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. You know what I'm right. So it's there like, you go, nigga. <laughs> you still have hip hop artists who making noise, mm. but you see, like I said, it's a black thing. You know what I'm saying? You see more young black men surfacing, and they don't sound like Jay Z. And they don't sound like Nas. Right. But you automatically see them as being black men, so you tie them in with hip-hop. Yeah, man. So, good segue, because we was talking about this the other day, with being an individual. Is individuality frowned upon in the black community? Yeah. So, if you just decided you want to wake up and wear your romper, (laughs) (laughs) then you feel like that would outcast you from your following. And yes. if so, would you be like, Fuck I feel it? like it would, one, it would outcast me from my following because I wouldn't look good in a robber. <laughs> Not because it's gay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just know you, you, once you know you and who you are, just be comfortable with that. And the people are going to accept that faster than they're going to accept you faking, being somebody you're not. Really? Like, I would not, I would hate to hear Yachty. Or Uzi, not even to keep bringing him up, but they the ones who everybody's mm. always talking about. I would hate to hear them talking about gangster shit. Yeah, it just wouldn't fit. I would be like, they done changed these things. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. listening to the people. Not knowing that Uzi's doing 50 million streams a week on, on SoundCloud. God damn. You know what I mean? I thought it was Spotify. SoundCloud. So, that nigga SoundCloud is going like, he said something about he don't need to drop an album because he's doing like 5 million on yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah. Nigga SoundCloud. Yeah. Not Apple Music, nigga SoundCloud. And that equates to dollars. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So why would I... Hate on another young black dude coming from the same, you know what I'm saying, type of struggle that I came from getting his money. Right. That's why I don't understand the OGs, quote unquote, of hip hop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Rather than just accepting this, except that the times are changing. Do you get that criticism from these old heads? Because I feel like they all got something to say. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I had a, what, what was it? I probably sent, to make a long story short, to a couple of different like blogs and stuff, and two dope boys was. One of the ones, like, I feel like Trev's music has changed. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's really, like, just hip-hop no more. And that's, like, that's cool to me. You know what I'm saying? Because 
you seeing my growth, you seeing me develop. Right. Like I, I, like I said, if I was still making the same shit I was making before, my mind ain't changed, who I am as a person ain't changed. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I feel like it's progressing going forward. Now, if it was going backwards, now if I started off with to make a long story short, and when I first started it, now I'm making loaded, cool. Right, right, you know right. Saying because I'm I'm going backwards. Yeah. But I feel like everything I'm doing right now is going forwards, which is why I can accept somebody saying uh, we don't really like that because it's not vintage hip hop. Mm. That's interesting. So with the album, let's talk about balance a little bit. Yeah. Where was your headspace at with that? Like when you were recording that album? Because I know you just got like hella music. Oh yeah, man. Because I, when I first heard to make a long story short, I was like, damn. Like I heard a lot of other shit. Yeah, before that ain't even on this. Prior album. to that, that shit, it's fire. So I probably got like five projects just in the cut. Okay. How does how does the label affect that though? Like they don't. Is it a matter of you can just drop the shit whenever you want? Because like there's this whole image to me. Mm-hmm. Of classic hip hop label, you get signed, they give you some money, you do what you do. This yeah. is the budget, you got to drop. This is how you go, whatever. But nowadays, it's just like, is the shit even necessary? You know what I mean? I mean, it's so it's so like like I said, I ain't gonna hold nothing back. So I was just in like a bunch of meetings in New York. You know what I'm saying? With just different platforms and even you know a couple different label heads just wanted to sit down and talk. Right. And it's like the biggest thing that I've gained from my trip there is. In the next five years, labels gonna be gone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can see that. So it's it's really like there's such a new and such a big platform that independent artists are capitalizing off of that there's no need for a label. Right. You get you a, a solid management and a solid solid PR team, and you got some money behind you from your streaming and doing all. You don't need a label. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the era of, oh, I got a big deal is dead. Yeah. It's dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> from, my bad. From, like, somebody as Chance the Rapper to, you know what I'm saying? Apple Music is a platform, and Apple Music is, like, they got money. Yeah. Spotify got money. TuneCore right. got money. Google Play got money. Amazon. Yeah. All these, yeah. yeah. And that's the biggest thing because it's it's really, okay, you sign to a label, and then you got to go through these motherfuckers anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they whole job right now, and their mindset is, we about to cut the label out. Right. And that's why I ask that, man, because, like, I think certain things just look good on paper. That, that's really like, what it is. You know, Trev being on Cash Money looks that's, good that on was paper. It. That we was had it. this conversation with somebody before, um, your girl Sadie, so we was talking about radio. Like, you know, being an FM radio host looks good on paper. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, eh, that's that's yeah. dinosaur shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Talk so, yeah, we just had to make sure we asked you that, bro. Like, But that's, that's why, like, when... The whole my whole mind state as as a man and as a musician is so like on a different level because I feel like there's a lot of people who would have took the cash money deal and I made it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And as to where I took it and I was like, This is the beginning. This is a new beginning, you know what I'm saying? Where I gotta work even harder than what I was doing beforehand. Right. But it's like that that's exactly what it is. It's on paper. It's great. You know what I'm saying? And you get certain perks and certain different things, but you could get the same thing as an indie artist if you just move the right way. Put the work in. Yeah. Work. So when it comes to being able to put out content, and, and I think a lot of um, a lot of a lot of the times what we see with hip hop artists is their first album or their first official album is a classic, and then once they go into their second album, they pretty much have run out of things to talk about. But with you, you really haven't run out of anything to talk about. Mm-hmm. What is it that keeps you inspired? I mean, I'm at the point where my life is music. 
You know what I'm saying? Like everything I go through, everything I see is somehow translated in my mind to music, mm. to a bar, to a hook, to something. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like so crazy now at the point as to where you look at the notes in my phone, I could just be sitting somewhere, I see some, I could see that picture and come up with something crazy and then I just jot it down. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't have nothing, I can't stop talking about my life. I feel like when you, a lot of people run out of material because they're portraying something that they're not. Mm, that's real. When you are who you are, as long as you're breathing, you got material. Right. You know that's what I'm saying? True. And like the biggest thing that, you know what I'm saying, people tell me all the time is your first album, your first national album is supposed to be your best. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you have however old you are. Say, I'm, if, if, People get my first national album now. I've had 27 years to create this. Right. You know what I'm saying? As to where, and then you get a second album, you have a year to create that. And right. a year to create the other one. Damn, I never thought about it like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's like, because this is my first, <laughs> this is my introduction. This is me shaking the world's hand. So I'm going to tell you everything I want you to know about me. Right. Do you feel like, <clears throat> to make a long story short, has been your best work so far? At that point in time, yeah. I just mean overall. Like, if you look back on all your projects, like, this is the one. Yeah. Really, because as a... See, that's the thing. Because as a rapper, mm. just as a hip-hop artist, I would say my best project at the time was Pride Heights 2. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But as an artist, as a musician, this is the best music I'm making because I'm using everything I can to make this. Right. You know what I'm saying? To the point that I'm sitting there calculating how I'm going to do these melodies on this. As to where before, it was just, I'm just rapping. I'm just rapping. Right. But we're not in the era of anybody can just rap and rap and rap. And it's going, you know what I'm saying? It's going to make sense. Right. Mm. You know, there's a lot of people who just rap and their shows is terrible. Facts. A lot of y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just rap, <laughs> just rap, just rap. And the show is yeah. boring. And now it's like, I'm even adding that. Like, I'm trying to do something totally different as to where I feel like there's so many eyes on me right now. If I didn't set the bar, if I didn't try to make people go harder, then what am I here for? Yeah, at this point, bro, you can't do no basic shit. None of y'all niggas. Shout out to Squeezy Taylor in the back. Y'all can't do no basic like shit. Like, none. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I realized that probably coming off the first summer gym. Mm. Let's talk about that. People look at me totally different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The reason that we went so hard on the gothic show was that was my first show after signing with Cash Money. Yeah. People have a certain image in their mind of what my show should look like now. Yeah. So when they get there and they see this big-ass screen on the stage, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, this nigga did it. You know what I'm saying? And it's more of like it's smoke and mirrors, man. You playing a game. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's all it is. And I feel like when people start losing in the game, that's where the magic starts to disappear. Yeah. Do you feel with that, though, that there's a certain pressure that you have to top that every time? Yeah, I do. Yeah. But that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I live for this shit. Like, pressure, I thrive in it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When I don't got no pressure is when I just be, like, lackadaisical, not doing shit, nonchalant about everything. Right. But when I got the pressure, it's like, nigga, this is what you here for. Yeah. Like, a kid don't dribble a basketball every day of his life to get to the NBA and it's the fourth quarter of game seven in the finals, and he don't want to take that shot. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. All right, man. Let's get controversial. Hip-hop Let's, Let's do this. What the fuck happened with Joe Budden? Oh, oh man. <clears throat> oh, you're going that way. Okay. 
<laughs> I mean, you, we go another way after that, but I just want to know personally. I see. And, and hold up, let's before we get to that. You yeah. did. You were. Were you part of mood music? Mood music. See that. That's the thing. Like mood music at that time was becoming a label. It wasn't a label at at. You know what I'm saying? Just that point. Yeah. So it was in the process of, okay, I'm about to start this. That's exactly what it was. Mm. It was, uh, I'm about to start this label. This is who I want on the label. Boom. But unfortunately, Move Music never became a label mm. while I was a part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we was just a clique at that time. Right. But a clique who was like, was like you know, squizzy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we a label now. We got our LLC, all of that stuff. Right. But before we got that, we wasn't a label. Just a squad. We right. said we was. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But until you get that paperwork, you're not a label. You, yeah. can't, you can't function as such. So I feel like that was the thing that happened with mood music. And still to this day, I don't want to go into too much detail because I have a song actually called Needed about this whole situation. Yeah, see, that's why I asked. I've I seen, I seen some yeah. of the bars. So I was like, damn, this nigga kind of tapping that <laughs> joke. Something going on. Yeah. But Is it's that like, on the next project? Yes. That's All on right. balance. Cool. And it's and it's really no love lost. It was just Needed I is... <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Needy was really me. Like I said, like at this point, it's still fun. I'm gonna make the fun music. I'm gonna turn up, but I feel like I'm making grown man music. And Needy is that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's my whole thought process of being a kid and looking up to this man like Superman, and to and then actually seeing that cape mm. and being able to put that cape on. Like, okay, this is this is how it's done. You know what I'm saying? So that's the whole process of needed. That's that's like, and I feel like that's probably gonna be one of the biggest songs because there's never been we've never talked about it either side. Yeah, me or Joe. Exclusive. Would you ever um, collaborate with Joe again? Yeah. So y'all still good? It's just. I mean, at like it's really like it's a gray area right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because the music industry is so small, and we have a lot of the same friends, and it's like some of them have heard it. And then, you know, some of them reached out, and he's like, I love Trev. I even sent it to him, shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just because I feel like, as a man, I'm not going to shock you. I'm not going yeah, yeah. to sucker punch you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So even if you do get some bars together to come back, do it. That was my next question. So when, when, not if, when the nigga shoots yeah. back, that you ready for that? I'm ready. Okay. Because we're going <laughs> to gas, we're gonna like, gas the shit out of it. And the thing is. <laughs> who, would the win, thing is who would win a Joe Budden, Trev Rich Hip-hop. It, it depends how deep in Joe's bag he is. Oh. Because the thing about it is, like, this isn't bars. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we not we not exchanging punchlines. This is Rap real life shit. Strategic now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and even so, what I'm saying is, Joe knows me and he knows who I am, but and I know who he is. Right. But at the same time, I feel like this ain't a rap beef. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's true. This is a these is personal issues that we felt I felt that I had to get out of my head and out of my heart, so I put it down on wax, mm-hmm. which is what musicians do. This was a Rick Ross. I'm about to say, is it like a letter to your big homie type situation? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I so, can't wait to hear this shit. And it's like the thing is, when anybody hears it, you know who've heard it, they like it's not disrespectful, but damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. This is your side of the story. That's what it is. And so that's why I feel like it'll never go to a rap beef because all Joe can do is give his side of the story. Right. Hmm. So when artists do beef and I, I guess, for example, when you have someone like Rick Ross or even what's going on with uh, between Birdman and Wayne, how does that make you feel? Do you feel like you have to have a loyalty to 
to Birdman when there's any sort of artists that are beefing with him or personally no because it's like like I said this industry is so fucking small bro yeah like it's so small and it's so easy to get blackballed and it's so like cause that shit's real you know what I'm saying it's so easy to make one wrong step then you're done right so it's like I why would I personally involve myself in graffiti and Dave's beef right right you know what I'm saying yeah like I don't see it like and as a man you ain't supposed to choose sides yeah. like we never know give graffiti yeah. these bars that's yeah right. and, exactly. I'm a, and I'm gonna shoot that nigga <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the me- people are so trained to take what the media says and eat it you know what I'm yeah. saying like we really trained for that that's why Shade Room Baller Alert that's why all these motherfucking publications have so many followers Real. because what the media says is what's true yeah. nowadays you know what I'm saying because still to this day, I don't know the situation. Right. I don't know, and I don't know that, and that's like some shit that's on a personal level. Right. Like these that goes is, back yeah, decades. Basically. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is these is like two people who at a point in time you could not tear apart at all, mm. and for them to have such animosity, whether it's even animosity, like when I was at the Hit Factory, I was in the studio, Jacquees was in the studio, Bird was in the studio, Wayne was in the studio. Right. Flex. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's okay. We not talking right now, but I don't know if it's at the point as to where it's on site. Because when I was there, yeah, it wasn't that type was atmosphere, right. right? You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. When I heard that, uh, what was that shit? When some whatever Rock Ross's track was called, I forgot what it was called. I forgot. But yeah, when I first heard it, I was like, damn. Like my first thought was Trev. Yeah. Like I think would that make this nigga feel awkward? You know what I mean? Everybody hears what. Yeah, because you know what I did after that? I dropped my song with Gunplay. Yeah, right. that's the best way to yeah. do it. Because I was like, man, if he takes sides on this, like, how does that affect the situation? Exactly. Because I wouldn't want to fuck the money up, but at the same time, like, damn, this nigga Ross kind of got that nigga. But I feel like <laughs> uh, at at the same time, there was a, there was a couple lines in there that was kind of questionable in Ross's shit, but I feel like the majority of it wasn't disrespectful. Right. And is beef even real now? Like, I just no. feel like I just start beef to just Discuss. get the numbers. Cause ain't nobody getting smacked no more. Because Ooh. I feel like Fifty Cent and Kanye that was the, started the yeah. official fake beef. first fake, fake rap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After the after the record sales went up, and it was like, yo, this shit works. Yeah. Then everybody started doing it. But that, I feel like that's more of the that's more of the fans' fault. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you that if you that big of a sheep, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I personally can't take people serious nowadays. That's like what I'm saying. I will say, especially on social media, a lot of niggas be trying to fake this trip. Oh, yeah. So you, sure. you get that a lot. A lot of sure. niggas just saying your name and shit. I yeah. feel like when you're doing that and somebody's in a position and you're not, you're automatically losing because it looks like, damn, I got to diss this nigga because I'm down here and he's up here. But the thing, like, if there's no legit personal beef. The thing beat. is, like I said, again, once, once again, that's more of the fan base fault. Yeah. Like, I see it all the time. I see niggas who post shit and get three likes, four likes. And I see a nigga who say something about me and get 150, 200, 300. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's more of the fans' fault. And then a, first, a person, for them to feel important, they get addicted to that. Mm-hmm. So now you want to talk about everybody. Well, majority me, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm at a point in my life as to where if I see you, maybe I'll smack you. But other than that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's not really, everybody who's coming at me don't really have no credibility to come at me. And it would be different if you was coming at me and you making good music. So what would it take for you to respond to an artist on a song? 
if they drop a diss record? Does it depend on the artist? Does it depend on if the song is good? Their credibility in the game? Yeah. And some money. <laughs> Let's get some money out of it. So right now. Because I feel like, I, man, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like, we passed that. But I feel like if I would have put anybody on Spotify, I could have made a lot of money off that shit. Yeah, you talking about that track uh, against Kid yeah. Vegas. It's huge. That yeah. track took the fuck off. Yeah. Mm, it did. So it is, a, it is a numbers game. So right now. Yeah, man. Because it's not beef, A local man. nigga can't just make a song about Trev and get a response. No. Because nine times out of ten, I'm going to hear the song. One, is going to be trash. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> so sad. And then two... You know what I'm saying? It's sad because it's true. Like, stop yeah, making but, trash this record, right, y'all. y'all got to go well, hard. My thing is, <clears throat> I feel like I'm such a humble person. And you know what I'm saying? People's telling me now. He like, said that after he said it's going to be trash. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like this is the approach I have to take now because I've been humble this whole time as to where I'm such an easy. Uh, uh, there's so much access to me. I'd rather a person make a hit mm. and send it to me. And I hear it and be like, okay, that's dope. Let's figure out how to make this a hit. And you know what I'm let's figure out how to put some legs on this and get it running. Rather than you trying to get my attention with a diss record that's trash. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it's like, to be honest, what diss records that's coming out? Like, if somebody ain't smacked your mom, somebody ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it has yeah. to be something crazy going on. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to believe if there's no real backstory to the beat. Yeah. Nowadays. And it's like the people who, man, honestly, the two that love to do it, <laughs> love to do it. And I'm going to give them some pub right now. I'm about to say, don't do it, it's bro. It's the fucking, uh, <laughs> what's the, no, no, I'm talking about in Denver. Oh. Yeah. What's the fucking kid's name? The little white boy. The, the, yes. Uh, that's yes. the main person I was talking about, but I didn't yes. want to plug him. <laughs> but, but this is the <laughs> bad nigga part. stayed this a trip. This like, the bad part. This I don't know who it is. My bad, bro. Yeah. yeah. I don't even say his name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I was going to say it if y'all didn't know. But yeah. if you look at my inbox. There are so many fucking songs in there. Just please take a listen. Just please take a listen. Yeah. But this is after you've got my attention the wrong way. Right. So now I'll laugh. I'll tell you to eat a dick. And I won't, you know what I'm saying, listen so, to so shit. How much for you to listen to this song? How much you <laughs> That's the thing. Like, this is so crazy to me, bro. Yeah. It's not even that I'm charging you to listen to your song. Niggas literally have a platform. Push my days. As to where they'll send this nigga shit, and this is my brother. This is yeah. the nigga I live with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and then he'll go through everything and be like, I'm going to play this tonight. I'm going to play this tonight. I'm going to play this tonight. And I've literally heard some dope shit. Yeah. <clears throat> right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, it's like, there's platforms all around. But I feel like you making a diss record, that's not even good. It's not mixed. It's not mastered. It's not level. It's, it's, it's corny, lazy. Bro. It's I, lazy. It's lazy. I rap. can attest to this, because like, that's the same person I was thinking of mainly, because... The nigga will tag me in his post while he's saying some shit about Trev. I'm like, the fuck, I got the... And then the nigga will send me some music like, yo, I just made a track about Trev. Y'all should play this on the plug. Exactly. Nigga, what? Like, that sounds so stupid to me. But, that's, I mean, you in that Let's position. be 100. That shit's gay to me, bro. Word. Like, and it's like, I have gay fans. You know what I'm saying? So this is I'm a about different to say, come type. On now. This is a different type of gay to me. You know what I'm saying? They don't let you just go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, this is it. But this is like... This is like some fanboy shit. Mm-hmm. Like the shit he's going through is like some real fanboy shit, like obsessive type crazy shit. It's only going to get worse then, though. Then there was another one and he disses me. Like first he paid me to do a song with him. Mm-hmm. So I do the song 
And then he's like, let's do the video. I'm like, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't even going to charge him an arm and leg to do the shit. So he's like, let's do the video. I'm like, let's do it. His dates and my schedule just didn't match up because it was always, oh, we got to change this. We got to change this. We never got to do the video. He disses me. He just starts, you know what I'm saying? He just wants to start dissing me. And then he's like, I feel like, you know, one, on top of that, first he started doing radio interviews about dissing me, which was <laughs> whack as fuck to me. He's tagging me in the articles, and I'm like, I'm not going to listen to shit. Right. I, uh, so then after that, he jumps back in the inbox, and he's like, man, uh, how much would it take for you to get a uh, collab with my artist? One, how do you fucking have an artist? <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. One. <laughs> two, nigga, I'm charging you the maximum to get it after you did all of this. And then on top of that... He says, the Westward wants to do an article about me, and they want to use me and your picture in the article. Mm. For what? They don't even, nobody would even put us together. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this is a picture that you sent to Westward <laughs> right. and told them that you wanted to use in there to get a little pub, which is cool. You know, use it, use it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, the it's a fucking, I posted about it the other day. This is a circus now, bro. Yeah. It's really a circus. And I said, if I got to be a part of the circus, I'm going to be the ringleader. I'm going to move in a way that people's going to have to respect the circus. Right. right you know what I'm right. saying? And this is like, there's so much talent that gets overlooked by corny shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? There should be no reason that somebody like A. Measy, somebody like Ray Reed, somebody like Trace Chapman, somebody like doesn't have more, you know, but they shit is like up there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Facts. Like if anybody that I would... If if anybody if I go out of town mm-hmm. and people's like what else is in Denver there's a select few people that I will play here yeah, and right. you know what I'm saying they're included in that right you know what I'm saying so that means that they already have the sound mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying right like these is niggas who I listen to to get motivation mm-hmm. you feel me mm-hmm. when I'm not motivated right so hearing a new a new this and a new that like that shit people should take these people at the level that they at and boost them facts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because everybody says they support. It's showport. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's sh- it's support for show. You showport. You don't showport ass niggas. Yeah. You feel me? Right. Like because they say they do, but then it's like I have a concert at the Gothic. You know what I'm saying? And then I come out on stage, and it's like such a fucking diverse crowd that it's like I be wanting to tell you know what I'm saying the 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 niggas that I work with. Bro, branch out of the hood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I look in the crowd and there's white people, there's Mexican people, there's black people, there's, and I got a whole little melting pot in that motherfucker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And this is a sold out show. Right. That you can do in your city, bro. Like, this is your city. Right. Is mm-hmm. you have to, and, and the thing about it is going outside of that, you have to be able to sell out in your, shit, in your city. Right. You have to. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I want people to leave because I feel like every time I leave, I get so much knowledge in a week that I wouldn't get in six months here. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Because it's, true. it's like not even saying that our scene ain't budding because we do have a budding music scene out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But for somebody to be walking around like it's an official music scene right now, it's not. Facts. It's not yet. You know what I'm saying? So We're not big enough. Word. So speaking of artists that motivate you, who would be your top five Denver artists? That motivate me. Trace. Okay. AP. Mm-hmm. Ray Reed. Mm-hmm. Two more. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
this is hard because it's like the top. It's so hard because those three personally. Oh, Meezy, Meezy, four. Because those three personally, I listen to because I feel like we don't make the same type of music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm, that makes sense. Trace gives me a certain feel that Ray Reed don't, and Ray Reed gives me something that Meezy don't. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like all the and. We not even in the same lane. You right. know what I'm saying? Which is why it's so dope to me because these niggas is dope. They putting real music together. Mm-hmm. And, and them niggas ain't all on Squizzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know right. Saying? Because I could have said my whole team. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying, the, the trippers and the doobies and the priests, like, that we are all around each other for a reason. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But real shit, that's what most people would have did. They'd be like, all the niggas in my team, yeah. knowing that all the niggas in their team is not their yeah. top. Because niggas. it's like... yeah. Not even, you know what I'm saying? And that's not even knocking my team, but there's yeah. so much work that I've, like, personally seen these cats put in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And which is, like, somebody like BH. You know what I'm saying? BH is, like, I've seen him put in a lot of work, too. But yeah. it was more on the strength of I'm learning myself, I'm learning my sound, mm. and I feel like now he got it. Yeah. Like, mark my words, in the next year, year, two years, he's about to fucking take off out here. Word. You know what I'm mean? saying? Do you feel a certain pressure to carry wait, the city wait, on wait, your back? Wait, 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 hold wait. up, hold up. Who's number five? Oh yeah, he ain't got number five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember he my he, question. He thought he was about to just. Skate I had a good, out. I had a good ass question, but go ahead. I was. <laughs> I gotta think about it, man. Okay. I really gotta think about that fifth. You said Trace, Meezy, AP, Ray Reed, and Ray Reed for four. Damn, that five is kind of tough. Five's tough. Because there's a lot of niggas I fuck with, and I fuck with their music, but I'm not just gonna give them five because I fuck with. Them. Mm. Damn, I'm what, trying to think. What you putting in that five spot? Right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Shit. Um, <coughs> damn. Are we putting Priest in it? Nah. <laughs> I'm not putting Priest. My bad, Priest, but nah. Okay. Um, damn. Are we going We going off of like motivation? Like, or who we really... Okay, I got one. I really believe in this cat, uh, Connor Ray. If y'all ain't heard of him. I've heard a couple of his songs. I like him. Yeah, I like, him. like he's new to the game, but like, he, yeah. I think he got it. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these cats put in a lot of work over the years. He's a new, he's a younger cat, but I'll say this now for the future, so y'all could say, yeah, Graffiti said that shit. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say Connor Ray. And I feel like I'm or, just or saying, Tripper. Okay. See, and I'm just saying that because, like, I see these niggas' movements. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like in. AP. So it's not just a rap thing. It's kind of like a whole entire Yeah, yeah like this okay. is a package. You That's how I'm trying to look package. at it, too. Because, like, with Connor, like I said, he's a young dude. And so he's not really moving in these same lanes as the cats that we're used to. Right. Or that been in the game or the people we know individually. I see what he's doing with that crowd. Same as, like, a, a Supreme Ace or, like, uh, what's his name? Damien, the architect or something like that. They're yeah. they're way off in their own little shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and they're dope at what they do. And they don't even really cross over to whatever our little section is too much. So you got to give them their props. I don't want to just stay in our little circle too deep. Yeah. See, that's my thing. Because you could name a bunch of artists. I feel like one of the most improved to me personally is Show. Yeah. But it's like, I know me and Show talk all the time and he knows and I know that there are certain things that he's going to perfect. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Bugs. I like Bugs too. But there's like that fifth spot. I feel like right now is meaning that you are on an elite path Mm-hmm. In Denver, right to break and become a national artist, 
And yes. I feel like those four, yeah, got it already. I'm like, dang. Now that you, now that we brought Damien Architect into the conversation, yeah. I mean, there's a few of them, but that goes back to the question I was about to ask. Like, regardless, when we name these lists, people gonna put Trevor at one. And and you know, and that's even if they never even heard your music. Yeah. Just off yeah. the strength, right now, it's like Trevor's that guy in Denver. Do you feel like there's a certain weight on your back that you have to carry the city? Mm-hmm. Nah? Nah. Like, I feel like this ain't even to say that I'm, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like my career is far from over. Yeah. But there's so much, you know what I'm saying, that I feel like I've done in this city, for this city. And there's certain people as, like, the mayor talking mm. to me about it. Chauncey talking to me about it. Like, that already, you know what I'm saying, is bigger than a lot of people can say. Right. You know, so it's like I'm getting a stamp from legends in this motherfucker. Yeah. Which is like you on the right path. You know what I'm saying? So me getting that stamp from Chanzi is gonna outweigh a thousand motherfuckers talking bad about it. Right, right, right. You feel me? That's real. The summer jam. It's like just being on summer jam alone. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like the connections that I'm making is bigger than music. Right, but I feel like it starts with the music and <clears throat> leaving this motherfucker mm-hmm. because you can be the man in Epernay, you can be the man in Cold Crush, you can be the man, but that shit don't translate to a national music scale. Right, right. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like that's a piece. That's a little percentage. They want to hear your music and they say, "Well, how are your shows in Denver?" That's one question, and that's all they're gonna talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. How's your shows in Denver? Oh, I just sold out. Okay, cool. What else can you do? Yeah. So do you feel like when you are, say, like you're doing an interview in New York or whatever, mm-hmm. on Hot 97 or some shit, let's put that out there. You don't feel that it's necessary to mention Denver? And I'm I'm not saying it like, oh, you should. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, I feel like sometimes that can, that can hinder an artist. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you should rep so hard and I know I'm gonna get flack for that but example my man Cardo mm-hmm. Cardo's doing crazy shit yeah, right? crazy. but the nigga not running around just Colorado 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 cause he understands it's bigger than that yeah. so but then at the same time like if we see you on Sway in the morning nigga I'm like damn Trev didn't say nothing about Colorado like how how does that feel for you like damn I gotta shout these niggas out nah I mean I feel like it just gotta be genuine and it gotta be in a genuine place yeah. like if they ask me about Denver this nigga, that sound like a wife. Keep her out. Keep it locked. But go ahead, bro. <laughs> if it sound like like a, a point for me to plug, mm-hmm. then I plug. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when they ask, like nine times out of ten, if you're doing an interview with somebody, they're gonna ask you where you're from. Right, 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 right. And then you get you say that. You know what I'm saying? And then it don't like it don't have to be because the thing about it is what what kind of like I've always thought is when you get out of town. That's when you show people who you are. You know right. what I'm saying? Because everybody in Denver is wearing a Broncos jersey. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's easy to rep in your city. It's easy. But right. when, you, when you get out of your city, that's when you got to hold your nuts and be like, this is where I'm from. Right. You know what I'm saying? What they got there. What, what y'all do there. And then you're officially now the spokesperson for everybody in this motherfucker, so you better right. hold it down. Right. So... Again, to go back to the beginning of the interview when I was saying that I feel like Trev could do the things he's been doing without the deal. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like 
because you're selling out like the Bluebird and the Gothic in Denver. Are you at a point where you can do that in another city? I mean, I feel like it's building there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And like here, like that's why if if young artists come to me, I tell them to get out. Like go network, go like make what you do here translate everywhere else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's when you want you wanted something. And I'll get booked in other cities. You know what I'm saying? And in other cities, it might be a smaller venue. Yeah. But we got, I'm having intimate shows with these fans that I've never seen a day in my life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'll get a show in, the last show we was doing in Philly and stuff like that. Like, that was an intimate show. That reminded me of Island Park Saloon. You know right, 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 right. That took me Damn. back. Box Boy it days. Was too, it? Yeah. it was a fucking pub. So it's like, I'll, I'll never be the person to just be like, I'm the gothic every city. Not yeah. Like, right, you know right, right. Because to be honest, in every other city, I'm a new artist. I'm Facts. brand new. You know what I'm saying? Here, everybody just knows me. Right. That's why it's like, what do you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, one thing that me and Joe had a conversation with that stuck with me forever is, what do you want in this shit? What are you willing to trade for? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to have to trade being a man here to be the man everywhere. That's right. Yeah, because you're a new nigga everywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. You're not that nigga yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, now these people are seeing, and it's like, you can tell when it's like, you get the big publications, the national publications, like the AACL. Yeah. And that made me realize, again, you ain't there yet. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, everybody here is like, nah, Trev's on the XL. But then when you get motherfuckers from other places on the XL, they're like, who's this nigga? Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So do you feel like you have like friends or relatives that take advantage of your your success at all? I was quizzy in the back, but it's like Taylor in the back. I feel like yes, but I wouldn't say it's like in a like terrible way. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Somebody just sucked their teeth, Nico. You disagree? Like totally disagree. Nah, because well, I'm talking like you might have to get somebody the mic. Let's split it up. Let's split it up. Let's split it up. Let's split it up. Because (laughs) I feel like nah, nah, for real. Because I said I said it. So let's split it up. Okay. And my thing is, I feel like my family, if anything, they've been way more supportive Mm. and not asking for shit. Like my parents don't ask me for anything, which was like crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I want when I get this, I want to give my mom and I want to give my daddy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And yeah. they don't ask me for anything. Wow. Now let's get to the friends. You know what I'm saying? Because we got to split it up. Right. And it's like, yeah, the friends gonna want CDs. The friends gonna want to get into shows, and the friends gonna want to be in the clubs. And you know what I'm saying? But I feel like that comes with the territory, right? Okay. You feel me? Everybody seen you got that contract and they thought you got a super bag. They oh, tried to get man. in your pocket. Oh, man. Especially like... What's the most amount of money oh, that shit. someone's asked you for? What You don't have to say whether you gave it to them. Or not, <laughs> but just simply just ask. Um, you pay my car note? Probably like... The most amount of money that... Since the deal... I think I got asked for more money before the deal, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but since the deal, the most amount of money was probably 1200 but I feel like, but you have to, you have to realize that these people. You said, "Nigga, we got that." Nigga, you got Just how y'all thinking about it is how a lot of these people are thinking about it. Yeah, like I don't want to be that person. That's mm. how they think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll ask for some little shit. Right. Like nobody ever just came out like, "Yo, I need twenty bands." 
Like that don't happen. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that don't happen. So that's interesting because that goes back to I heard a saying where it's like people think you change, but it's really the people around you that change. Yeah. You feel yes. like that? You feel like people are getting really weird? Oh man. Yeah. Like weird, bro. Like you, and it's crazy because like for people around me to see, like he sees. It. You know what I'm saying? There'll be times that he sees it before me. Yeah. And I just be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, people who I, like, I was a knee high with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then there's people who, like, I don't really know like that. And they'll take us back, like, man, you remember that time in second grade? And I'm like, yeah. Everybody, no, got, everybody got a picture with Trev yeah, on I Facebook. Remember like, I remember, I remember that. You know what I'm saying? But it's, I feel like it, like I said, it comes with the territory. And I feel like just, I'm glad that this situation happened now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like if this situation happened when I was 19, 20, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like everything happens for a reason. Because like seeing people who you feel like is like super close with you yeah. turn or just start acting weird at, at a 20, 20 21-year-old, yeah. I wouldn't have known how to handle that. You know what I'm saying? That would have broke me probably. Right. You know? So it's like, and it's like people taking credit for a lot of shit that they didn't have nothing to do with. Like, yeah, I've seen it all. Nigga, I, I produced you think that was cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna take it back but no that's why I asked that cause like to me that's weird man like I don't know if it's just cause we know you but like mm-hmm. I'm like nigga that's trap that's, that's Bill you know what I mean yeah. but I see people around like getting kind of weird so I wouldn't know how to take it from that standpoint I think honestly the dopest shit to me like because like you said that's Trev that's, that's Bill like I feel like other Artists have to accept that too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That somebody is going to be like, man, that's Ray. Yeah. And that's A. Measy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, people, especially me, I'm speaking for myself. Like, you want to be treated like a star, but you have to realize among your peers, it's kind of hard to do that to you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's when my whole focus shifted because these kids and these teens can't tell them nothing about me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went to do a graduation party yesterday, and I, I probably took, like, a thousand pictures, dog. These kids is the ones who's... And, and my whole thing is, why do I want to impress a 27-year-old anyway? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true. These kids is, like, they're the future. And so, for a kid to come up and be, like, damn near pass out, like, you trip, and start singing my shit, like, that's big to me. Yeah. A 27-year-old is not going to do... Maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It might happen. Yeah. But... You know what I'm saying? Like, the kids, that's that's really, like, where my whole focus is. And it's it's kind of crazy because I feel like the music that I'm making, I'm making it for my peers. Yeah. But the people who are grasping it more is the kids. But I think also people really see the hard work because if, if anyone, because, I mean, like, you and I, we go way back yeah. since, like, high school. So yeah. I think being able to, I, I think the hard work, backs up the success. So yeah. I think that's a big a big piece of it. So that's why I'm able to see you as, you know, the, the Trevridge that we grew up with along with the Trevridge, the successful person that yeah. you are now. And I think that, and not to like gas uh, Bill or anything, but I, I've definitely seen it with, with Squizzy Taylor as well because just seeing him just in the videos doing like all the South Dallas dance dances and shit to like... <laughs> You was a dancing to like, ass. To like, this guy. To like DJ Squizzy Taylor now, like it's like it, it's crazy seeing that type yeah. of yeah of, of of glowing for real. So mm-hmm. that's so that's like a, a amazing. So I just want to say, and it's like to y'all. 
Stop gassing niggas, baby. Right. <laughs> gas over, gas over. Gas back, over. To the, back to the heart. Get off the gas. But it's like, it's crazy because everybody we surrounded ourselves with at a certain age who's still here with us, mm-hmm. it's like we pushed each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, these niggas pushed me to the point that, I done, bro, bro, I done quit music like a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, I see this nigga text me. He's like, "Bro, I'm done, dog. I'm about to go get a job, bro. <laughs> I'm done with this shit." He like, "Nigga, you tripping? You know what I'm saying?" Right. But it's like having that support system. You know what I'm saying? Because we have another brother who was like, he was the first. You know what I'm saying? Da, da was the first. Mm. When everybody's like, Da's getting drafted, he's going to the NFL. That was like. They put a fire up under us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like in certain situations that would make somebody jealous. Right. But when this is really your dog, this is really your brother. It's inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we just had a situation as to where we got, I got shows coming up, but this nigga has an opportunity to do something that nobody has done yet. Right. So I'm like, this is my DJ. But I'm like, nigga, go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll figure out these shows. We'll get these shows done. We're going to get them knocked out because that's what we do. Right. But what type of person and what type, not even a musician, what type of brother would I be to be selfish to the point and say, nigga, I need you here for my shows instead of going on a world tour. Right, right. That's right. You feel me? That's you know what I'm saying? But that shit, even that is going to light a fire up under me. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Like, he's going on his first tour with, I can't remember his name. Daniel. Oh, it's Daniel Sky. He's like 16. You yeah, know the, the pop star. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So he's going on his first tour with Daniel Sky. That's what's up. And it's like, nigga, that's big, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. So now you go make these connections. So when it's time for us to do our world tour, you already gonna know where we gonna be staying at. Yeah, right. You feel me? Right. And, but I could somebody else might take that a certain way. It's perspectives. Somebody's gonna take that and be like, "What you mean you can't do my shit?" Yeah. Fuck this nigga. We got a new <laughs> <laughs> new DJ. <laughs> right. But yeah. that's really a part of like the brotherhood. Like Squizzy wasn't made to be no damn label. Yeah. Like we was really. This was really like. A brotherhood that came together, like nigga, this is what we gonna do, and we gonna push ourselves until we get to where we wanna be. Work. Hell yeah. What's the hardest part about being Trevor Rich? Man, <clears throat> staying off my phone. Honestly, that's honestly like not having my phone, dog. Like I don't know what. Like I really go into like panic mode, and that's not a good <laughs> thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? My phone dies or something like that. I'll be impatient waiting for it to turn back on. But it's like, I have so much shit going on. You know what I'm saying? As to where it's like, fuck the girls and all that shit. Like, business opportunities. Like, I'll be refreshing my emails. And you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, now I have this, I've built this network as to where I can be like, especially like go time for a project. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe when I'm just building a project, not so much, but when it's go time for a project, I'm hitting up the double XLs. I'm hitting up to waiting for their responses, hitting them back, doing this. Videos right. is coming in. Vlogs is coming in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it's like that content. Like, right now, it, this whole game is about content. The reason that all the majority of the new acts become successful is because people, like, really gravitate towards them and they know them. Yeah. You feel like you know this person, you know what I'm saying? So now it's coming to the singles getting picked, the videos, the mixing, the mastering, the, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm always, like, that's probably the hardest thing for me. Cool, cool. So, got Balance coming up. Yeah. What's your favorite song off Balance? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's, like, so much different content on there. Yeah. Probably the, right now, because cause it's, like, Every day I wake up, I got a different favorite song. 
So right now, my favorite song is probably the intro, which is called Through You. Okay. Yesterday, it was the song called Harder. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to change. Probably going to be questions tomorrow or step back. Or, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's so much different content. And I didn't want to give, uh, to make a long story short, feel. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody knows summer is coming up. We going into the summer. Like, I, this is my summer project. Right. That's where, you know, shit like rain in the summer and uh, the way we love. Them is all, like, fall projects. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah. When it's time to cake and, you know what I'm saying, do that. But this is the summer project. This is it's going to turn it up. Now, questions, because I heard it when they played it at, um, what was it, the Starlito, uh, Starlito Don, Don Tripp show? Yeah, yeah um, Top Shelf played it, and man, that shit was hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not that. Appreciate that. Because here's the thing, I think here's kind of my, um, ooh, here's, here's the thing. You had a deep thought? Uh-oh. I did, I had a deep thought. I feel like you've always been a great rapper. But if there was anything that I could critique you on, it would be beat selection. I feel like you have not always picked beats that are on the level of how you can rap. Yeah. And I think that questions, and I think a lot of the recent stuff too, like with with Flexum and um, uh, Hit the Button, um, a lot of different stuff from uh, To Make a Long Story Short. But I feel like questions is like the one that finally matches. Yeah. I feel like that too. And and I feel like like that's because I'm comfortable with who I am now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like two years ago, three years ago, I never would have liked to beat for questions. Mm. Because I was like so focused on being the best bars and the biggest hip hop and you know what I'm saying? And I feel like there's that's the reason that a lot of people love me. But at the same time, just like he said, that's the reason that a lot of people was like and his beat selection ain't really, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Because a lot of people told me that from the beginning of my career, like, nigga, your production is not matching what you're doing. Right. And I feel like since, but that's growing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really, like Shark, Yeah. one of my producers, Shark, he's grew with me. He's grown with me since Heights. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Out of anybody, that would be like 40 for me. Right. Just because, like, everything that, you know what I'm saying, we've been, t- been through together, now it's to the point where, I'll be like, yo, I need this, and I'll hum some shit. Yeah. This nigga's like right on cue. You know what I'm saying? He just sent it back like that. And like, I feel like that was a part of the growth too. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, before it was just the lyrics. It was all about the lyrics. It was never how people perceived the whole song. Right. You know, and I think me growing and me doing the whole writing thing for Atlantic, that's what that taught me. That is the whole song, dog. Like, you can have the best verse and the best hook, but if the beat ain't there, it's not going to matter. Oh, or, you wrote for Atlantic? Yeah, I was with uh, Ben yeah, Madahi just... and APG for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, any of those records? Uh, they fucking, nah. But it was like, I was in such a such a fucked up headspace doing yeah. that whole thing. I literally gave them like a thousand songs. Yeah. Like, gave them. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it was like on the strength Ben, you know what I'm saying? He's like, let's do, let's just get you in type boot camp type thing. Right. Not knowing that I should have had a fucking contract or something in my face way before. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's why I was so comfortable going into the cash money situation because I feel like I got the best lawyer on the planet, dog. Like, right. I, yeah, I'm, I'm moving. Important. I'm for a reason. Right. You know? 
So when it's time to, if if me and Cash Money's venture ever or it ever is done, or we mm-hmm. want to do something else, or, my lawyer is there, dog. He gloves off. Like right. that's how he get down. So do you feel like that situation before where you were writing was that your biggest career mistake? Yeah, because I gave away a lot of like a lot of content. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was on the strength of I was making hit to me. I was trying to make hit records rather than writing for a certain artist. And I feel like when you write for a certain artist, it's easier because you can cater to them. Right. But in the sense that I wasn't writing for a certain artist, I'm giving away my own hits. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make sense. So that was, I feel like that was like my biggest mistake. But it was like everything is a stepping stone. You know what I'm saying? I learned from it. And that's why I went into this situation like lawyer up. Yeah. Got to. Because it was, man, <laughs> I was with uh, Ray. I don't know if y'all know Cool Ray, but. Yeah, yeah man, that's man. my nigga, man. Yeah. Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish, man. So <laughs> me and Ray, literally, they like, we about to put you on a plane. We about to. So it was like the whole, you know how they do the uh, the college, the, the high school athletes. Yeah. It was like that number one athlete. They going to college. They want to impress you. They want to do a lot. Man, we walking in. We got the crazy hotel rooms. We walked to the cash money office. He got diamonds on the doors and <laughs> So I sit down and I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like, what are we about to do? They're like, y'all want some food? They had Hennessy for me at 8 o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Wing Sold. stop, all type of crazy shit. I would have signed right? any contract. That's right. <laughs> and then we sit down and they like, and I was like, where's the pen at? <laughs> Ray's like, nigga, no. Right. Hell no. Let's go get this lawyer. So we lawyered up. And that probably, it probably like took two, three months to get everything all in because right. our lawyers was going back and forth. Like back and forth about a lot of things because it was like a lot of things that I didn't understand. Yeah. But now I do. You know what I'm saying? Because especially like with the way that not even cash money. We don't even use cash money, but with the way that the industry is taking a turn with labels, period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't even want to be in to a ten album deal. If the label's gonna be gone, period, like that's really they believe that these platforms believe that record labels are going to be non existent in five years. I believe it as well. So if they're gonna be gone in five years, what are you gonna do with a ten album deal? Yeah. Be yeah. fucked in the game. Like nineties R and B. You have to be future. You're gonna have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then if you got a crazy event, yeah. you're gonna be stuck, boy. You know what I'm saying? Career over with. In the red. In the red, shit, you gotta stay out the red, and that's just. I feel like with uh, the seminars and stuff that we've been having out here, yeah. like them is. I don't understand why more artists wouldn't be at those seminars. It's vital information every time. Yeah, it's yeah. like great information because this is information that I'm paying money, flights, hotels to go learn in other cities. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But they bringing it to you here. So why wouldn't you show up? Shout out to Proximity. Yeah, yeah. Man, shout out. And it's like, um, at the end of the day, I really think the biggest question is how much do you care about your career? How much are you willing to invest in it? Yeah. Word. So, because, man, hold up. Before we wrap it up, I'm going to bring back some old shit. Back to the Joe Button shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said now you're at a point where you realize beat selection and all that is a little bit more than yeah. just bars. And Joe is a bar rapper. Oh, yeah. You feel like you could swag that nigga to death? Cause you know he's gonna respond. Yeah, but that's like not his thing, man. But I know he's gonna he's gonna bar you. Yeah, but that like see this is the, like because I'm trying to picture the battle in my head. Like he gonna come at you with some bars. I think that's the first mistake that and you, you gotta try hit to, a back to because back. you're picturing a battle. It's not gonna be a battle. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, who says the real shit? Yeah. Yeah, because my thing is like, me and Joe might not see eye to eye right now, but I have the level of respect that I have for him. Yeah. I won't cross certain lines. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. So my thing is, the track that I have was literally my side of the story, and that's it. Yeah. I didn't go into anything else but how I felt about the situation. So if he goes into a situation to say how he felt about the situation, then the story's over. Right. But shit, we just gonna have to wait and see. We're gonna have you to tune in. Balance the exactly. album by Trev Rich. And he's retired, so well, I ain't retired. But anyways, man, <laughs> final question. One piece of knowledge you could leave with the world, what would that be? Leave with the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, I was gonna think of something to say about balance, but I'm not gonna plug that. Like, <laughs> literally Build a team that you trust. Keep them around you. This is not just to musicians either. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Build a team that you trust and keep them around you because this world is full of sharks, dog. Like, literally. I done seen my fair share of bad deals yeah. and then I see people who still in them and I'd be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done had my fair share of terrible situations. Right. But these are situations that you, I feel like you have to learn from and grow from to get to the level that you need to be. You know, like if I never had a bad management situation, I wouldn't know what a good one looked like. Real. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I can't even, I ain't supposed to be talking about that, but. <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. How much time we got hard. graffiti? Let's see. <laughs> right. Nah, nah, we're going to do it. Word, man. So we appreciate you for coming through, man. Y'all make sure my man, Trev Rich. Good shit, good shit, good shit. Life is dope podcast. I'm graffiti. And I'm David. This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water. Vitamin water. Regular water. Vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, glass This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water. Vitamin water. Regular water. Vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, glass up.